What does the strength of a football player and the stamina of a ballerina have in common? And what does that have to do with faith? Well, we tie it all together and we're so excited to teach you all about it. See you in there. Welcome to the Simple Joyful Home Podcast. Join Emily and Alicia, two moms doing their best. This is a podcast about Come Follow Me and the Book of Mormon and how anything you learn from the scriptures can be transformed into practical and simple solutions to strengthen your home, your relationships, and even yourself. If you're ready to triumph over self-doubt and increase the joy in your heart and in your home, join them on this inspired journey. Take it away, ladies. Hi, this is Emily and welcome. And this is Alicia and we're glad you're here today. Yeah. So the reading for Come Follow Me this week is Moroni 7 through 9. And today we are going to be focusing on chapter 8, verse 3, and chapter 7, verse 45. So we're just going to jump right in to chapter 8, verse 3 to begin. And chapter 8, this is Mormon writing an epistle to his son Moroni. And it's so... um just caring, what, something you would hope that your father would say to you. And he says, I am mindful of you always in my prayers, continually praying unto, the, unto God the Father in the name of his holy child, Jesus, that he through his infinite goodness and grace will keep you through the endurance of faith on his name to the end. He's like finding these epistles and he's putting epistles here at the end. And when you think about where Moroni is in his life right now, wondering how close the end is as he's reading this, because all of his people are gone and he's really on his own. And these scriptures he's prepared for the Lamanites. So he really is preparing for that um, end. And I think it's so beautiful, this moment that he of strength that he probably gained from his father's writing. Yeah. And I think it's so neat that he had this, that he could reread. So one thing that we really loved that stood out to us in the scripture is this phrase endurance of faith. And I mean, we hear faith all the time, but something about this word endurance beforehand kind of struck me. And we've talked a lot about it, Alicia and I have, and what it means and how do we do it? How do we keep going? Because Anything with endurance seems to, you can have it for a while, as long as you're training in something or working hard at it, but it also can be easily lost. So how can we like keep this endurance of faith? And really right before it talks about that, it says that Jesus, that he through his infinite goodness and grace will keep you through the endurance of faith. And something about it was really striking in our hearts and we just wanted to share it. As we discussed more about it, we came across these wonderful scriptures in chapter seven and um, in verse 45. And we think that that scripture is going to be the tool that you take away at the end of this episode. So we think this is one answer that could help us with this endurance of faith, this thing to help us keep going. And it's so simple. You guys, you're going to love it. So before we jump into the tool and the solution, we got to explore a little bit of what this endurance of faith meant to us. Faith, once you put endurance of faith in front of it, it seems a little bit more like it has steps or a path. It's not just faith, this big thing you either have or you don't have. It is like a process um, because most things that you endure 
don't just happen all at once. They happen over time. And so we got talking a little bit about what endurance in sports means. Emily brought up an awesome one with football players and ballet, both very, very, very strong people. Oh, yeah. And Emily, you have to tell us because it was kind of fun. Oh, well, I think that like I've heard this before where they'll have like these big husky, just very muscular football players come into a ballet class or like a ballet lesson and they'll have them trying to do these things and they are just just completely wiped out these football players because they cannot endure like any form of ballet posture, even like holding their back straight or anything. And they're just, cause they're not built that way. It's a totally different genre. It's just completely separated. And if you put a ballet player on a football field, well, (laughs) that's not going to be pretty, you know, it's just, (laughs) they aren't built to be there. And it's just a completely different path that they're both on, but both are completely, really amazing endurance athletes. Yes. And it took them a lot of hard work to get where they are. Yeah. And they are, in these cases, the best of the best. Oftentimes we try and compare ourselves like, oh, that she has so much faith. And it's like this thing you either have or you don't have. Yeah, it's like one thing. Or you have a level of it, right? Like, oh, she has a level 10 faith. I feel like <laughs> a level two, you know? And I mean, But it just doesn't work that way. I mean, we have faith in God. That is true. We have faith in Jesus Christ. We have faith in different aspects of them. You can say, I have faith in Christ. But there are different aspects of faith in Christ. And we are each conditioned by the life that we're living and the challenges that we're faced with to endure and grow in experience in multiple areas of faith. Yeah. And I, I love that example that if you put my endurance in faith and you put me into Emily's life and you ask me to have faith in the things that she's being asked to have faith in or grow her faith in and endure faith in, could I do it? You'd nail it. Just kidding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's say that Just I will I gladly don't. and proudly say that I would not nail it. <laughs> I mean, how often no. do we compare ourselves that way? We want to compare. Are, want we, to- are we just naturally, not even that we want to, we naturally compare our faith to other people's faith when it's completely different. It's like a football player and a ballerina yeah. comparing their strength when they are strong and so anyway, as we thought about that, it was kind of a, a good realization. Yes. And I think that's what's so great about that scripture of how, you know, that God will keep us through the endurance of faith because he knows all of our individual spots of faith that are strong, that are weak, and he helps us keep going. How can God keep us in the endurance of faith? And I thought about a hundred mile runner when they do these ultra marathons. And one thing that an ultra marathon, when they're running, they're constantly wanting is someone to come be their pacer. And a pacer is someone who comes and runs a short distance, not the whole thing. And it could be, you know, quite a number of miles, hundred miles is a lot to cover, but it could be just a short distance where they try to keep the person alert and going. They they try to keep their pace like a certain they'll tell them how fast you want to run so that the runner doesn't have to think so hard about it. 
and they will keep that pace for them and just keep them moving and keep them going. Cause you hundred miles sometimes, well, a lot of times it takes them over 24 hours to run. And so you're just running all day and all night. And so they're so important for the success of a ultra marathoner to finish and they love them. And I think that's how I think God is with us. We have to put in the work for our faith. We have to start that race. We have to keep moving, but he is there like keeping our pace, like keeping us going, keeping that endurance running and and moving. And the biggest thing, the reason why he does that all is because of his love for us. So as we read this scripture and talked about all these parallels with endurance, we thought, we know we need endurance of faith. How do we practice that every day? Because just like fitness, I mean, let's be honest, <laughs> the progress comes when you're, when you do the small things daily, right? right. Or small things often. And it's when what? we try and do the big thing occasionally, it's just much harder on our bodies. It's much harder on on just our joints, everything. Yeah. And endurance is hard to measure. Mm-hmm. Endurance is something that you have to have time with it behind you in order for you to really see the progress you're yeah. making. And it's really hard to see it from a day-to-day type of measurement. So we thought, is there a way we could measure it more often? So we don't have to wait and look back over the course of six months or a year or five years. Yeah. How can we see some progress more often? And be intentional about practicing it every day. Like, well, and that it will never fail. Yeah. Like if you do it, it guarantees your faith will be stronger, better, and more your endurance grows. Yeah. Carry you a little further. I mean, we're asking mm-hmm. for a lot, right? We here. are. But, but guess what? It's here. It's totally he gave here. it to us. <laughs> okay. So in chapter seven, we came across this verse in 45. It says, and charity suffereth long and is kind and envieth not and is not puffed up, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil and rejoiceth not in the iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. We went, well, wait a minute. It endureth? just said, endureth. <laughs> and not only that, but it gave a promise that it endureth all things. So that must mean that it helps with our endurance of faith. It must mean that. It's just promised it. And what is it? It's charity. It's love. Can I just tell you guys I want to hug her face right now? (laughs) She's great. Okay. Don't you guys love that? Isn't that the coolest thing? When we figured that out, because we really were asking these questions. We were, when we come together, we, we pray every single time about what your needs are, help us to hear the promptings and help us to, you know, know the direction that he wants us to take. And, and then we ask questions and sometimes a lot of them, well, <laughs> and yeah. then it takes some grappling, trying to find the answer. And when this one came, it was just, it was that word endure that linked those two scriptures for us. Yes. And then everything was just so clear after that. Yeah. And it really opened my mind of like what helps feed faith. You know, and we talk about like hope and we talk about trust and we talk about just bearing it and just making life go. But I've never thought about charity and love being a source of fuel and understanding our faith and helping it grow. When I read this scripture, I wrote down on the side, I'm like, this is such a great list for a self-check and a re-motivation to love to love others, to love myself. So when I reread it, 
I had one of these things on this list pop out to me. And I think Alicia also had one of the things pop out to her, but here's the list one more time. So we're going to go slow and you guys be thinking, does one of these stick out to me? And whichever one, just one, just hang on to it. Yeah. So charity suffereth long. It is kind. It envieth not. It is not puffed up. It seeketh not her own. It's not easily provoked. Thinketh no evil and rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. So the one thing that sounded or that popped out to me was the provoked, not easily provoked. (laughs) And I think because I had quite a few moments this week where I was easily provoked. And one in particular stood out to me because we were trying to play this game on Zoom categories with all of Steve's family. And it was so fun. I was having such a great time. And but I kept getting interrupted. 30 times. I was up and down. Um, It was just so frustrating. We finally got to the very last round. I was like, oh, this is perfect. I'm so excited because it's one of my favorite games. And I had one, one of my boys was asking me what some of the words were. So I was a little distracted. And then another kid needed ice cream, I think at that moment. And so I was like, just a minute, just a minute. And I get, and I'm writing my words down. It's timed. It's a little intense. And I look up and I've been writing with the wrong letter because you're supposed to start each word with like one letter. And I was writing all the G words instead of all the T words. <laughs> and I was really frustrated. And I find this like, and the timer went off. I'm like, you know, what? I'm done. And I just sat back off the screen and I like was so mad that and so easily provoked that I ripped up my little piece of paper and sprinkled it on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I just threw a little mini bit. Anyway, <laughs> it's that easily provoked part really struck me because I really have like, I feel like things have just built up and I just, I like have these moments where I just kind of lose it when I, all I did was just take a deep breath and added a little more love in my heart for those people who evilly, 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 (laughs) easily provoked me. Then maybe I could have a little bit better moment. So anyway, that's the one that stuck out to me. Alicia, what was, did you have any of them stick out to you? You know what I love about this is the minute you, like they have this thing, name it to tame. We've talked about that on the podcast before. The minute you name it, you're like, Ooh, oh, yeah. it's like easier to call yourself out on it when you're doing it. Right. Like you're about ready to rip the paper up and you're like, mm, easily provoked, easily, easily provoked. provoked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm totally doing that the next time. <laughs> it like helps um, you bat a little, a little bit or take control over it sometimes. I just think it's cool. And the thing that <laughs> stuck out to me is right before we came down to talk about the podcast, um, <laughs> I was having this conversation with my husband about, you know, every girl's dream, their weight. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and I was like, Oh, honey, I'm like, cause I'm a real big, like, I want to feel healthy. I don't need to feel skinny, but I want to feel healthy. I was like, honey, I'm moving out of the, I feel unhealthy too. I feel fat. <laughs> I just feel fat. And I'm like, that is just not a good mindset. Cause that's about my image. That's not about my health. Uh, and yeah. so I was like, I don't want to stay in that place. And so he's trying to be very helpful, solution oriented husband of mine probably like most of yours. <laughs> and he's yep. like trying to fix all the things. And he's like, well, honey, we could do this, this 75 day hard thing. And we could, you know, he's like, we're trying to come up with plans and stuff. And then we're having this big debate about it. <laughs> so we come, come down and I talk to Emily and I'm like, Emily, I just don't know. And then we do all of this scripture work 
And we finally find the answer to the questions that we've been asking. And it's this scripture and we're reading it. And oh, it didn't take long because here it was. And charity suffereth long and is kind. And I went, okay, well, that's probably mine. It's okay. It's okay for me to suffer in my health. Like it's okay for me to have to work at it. And it's okay for it not to give me the results I want right away. And I'm comparing this to my health, but it was affecting my spirit as well because I was turning from health to image. And I know where my image is with God. And it's not in my waistband, right? (laughs) So it was taking me away from what really mattered. And so it just kind of pulled me right back in. And I was like, okay, it's okay to suffer in it a little. And it's also so important for me to be kind to myself. And it just made me go, "Mm, that's fine, probably. (laughs) Or what's weighing the most on my mind as of late? Okay, and that was really insightful. (laughs) (laughs) Like that kind to yourself. I love that. Okay, so we hope that's something maybe you thought of when we read that list. And the reason why these are really good to recognize is because they lead us to this moment of enduring all things. But if we read Passa in verse 46... Wherefore, my beloved brethren, if ye have not charity, ye are nothing, for charity never faileth. Wherefore, cleave unto charity, which is the greatest of all, for all things must fail. And charity never fails. Mm -hmm. So with this whole idea of tying endurance of faith, if we're really striving to do this, because we need it, we know that charity never faileth. So anything that we add charity more to won't fail. So, And that means these things, they It's like a detailed list of what you can practice to practice charity. Yeah. And it's not this ambiguous word that you can't wrap your mind around. I mean, we always say charity is the pure love of Christ. You need to have the pure love of Christ. Well, what does that look like? And this is how, this is application. This scripture is how we apply the pure love of Christ to our life. When you tie it to the endurance of faith, it's how we daily can do just one little thing to build our endurance of faith and to have his partnership, his companionship, as he says, he will keep us through in our endurance of faith when we do these things. And it's easy to see. Mm -hmm. It's easy to measure. And it's a twofer, right? That's true. Because all of a sudden we're adding to our faith And we're growing in love towards ourselves and to others. And it's just, it's like a mega win. It's so true. So that's your tool. Hopefully you love it. Just pick one of those things, whatever's sticking out to you, and just try and work on it every day for a week and see how you feel at the end of the week. I bet you've made some progress because just by thinking about it, you made more progress than you did last week. Yeah. And so like Emily said, it's something you can do daily and it's measurable. And we hope that helps you endure in your faith this week. Another way that you can help your family endure in faith this week is recognizing that everyone, just like a ballerina and a football player, everyone has their role in your family. Everyone has their own journey of faith, their own path of endurance to faith. And mine is not going to look like my husband's. And as much as I... Well, I would say want it to, but I actually don't want my, I mean, as much as my kids are with me all the time, they have their own path 
They have their own exercise plan. They have their own plan for endurance of faith. Everybody's faith, their path to faith is creating an awesome team in your home. So appreciating everyone's journey in that endurance of faith and not requiring it to look like yours or yours to look like theirs. My husband, we were talking about this earlier and he said, it's kind of like football. (laughs) I don't know anything about football. So I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. He's like, you know, like a linebacker and a what was it, Emily? A receiver. A receiver. See, I even asked her. <laughs> she, he told me, but I was like, I don't know what that is. So, and it's like a linebacker and a receiver. The receiver has to run back and forth and back and forth with the ball. And you can't get a linebacker to do that. A linebacker, he has a job to do and he does it well and he's strong and he's good at it. And he's worked hard at it. And his journey has prepared him for that job. But you put him in the receiver position and he's like, I mean, he's going to get halfway down the field, right? And then you switch it and the same thing for the receiver. He can't be a linebacker. That guy's going to get crushed. Poor guy. Right? But you you create a team of players that all know their role and that do their job and they work hard and they prepare every day to, to play their role in that game. And it's the same in our families. If you have each of you with your own skills and your own gifts and your own journey to increase in faith. When you each have those skills and you bring them and appreciate them and let each of you work that path, then man, the strength of your family, when you can appreciate those different gifts of faith, those different paths of endurance, really. I think it's just really, really cool. And to tie it all off with a cute little bow, Another thing that we loved about this scripture that has to do with your family is that word cleave um, that comes up in verse 46. It also comes up in verse 28 of chapter seven. So in verse 28, it says, cleave unto every good thing. And then in 46, we read, it says, cleave unto charity. And the other that stuck out to us, because the other place that you hear cleave is in Genesis 2.24, where it says, therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. And this just was such a reminder to us that one of the things we can do to endure in faith is to really cleave not only to our spouse, but to cleave unto the goodness in our spouse. It just kind of tied those verses to us, I think is really kind of moving. Yeah. And we hope that you guys have found something to help you endure in your faith. And over these next seven days, if you use these tools, that you can have that type of forever endurance. In verse 47, it says, but charity is the pure love of Christ and it endureth forever. And here are these things that will just endure forever. And when we remember who our pacer is, that God is on our team, that he is keeping us here and he's keeping us going. It's because he loves us. He's doing the same thing to us by helping us grow in our faith. And if we keep this love going and we keep it in our homes, is in our hearts and of ourselves, and they're just tiny little things that we can do to um, add a little more love, then we are already on the path of great endurance. And so we just hope we left something with you today that inspired you. And we hope that you guys have a wonderful week. Hey guys, we are so glad you're here. 
And we just wanted to give a little shout out to Mindy and to Lindsay. They both shared such neat little stories with us um, this past week about how they took some of the tools we've talked about in the past and how they applied to their family and they were telling cute stories about their kids and how it blessed them and made their whole family happy. And it warmed our hearts. We were so grateful that they shared that with us. And we just wanted to say thank you to Mindy and to Lindsay this past week. You guys cheered us up. Big hugs to both of you. And we also, we're getting ready for next year. We're getting ready for Doctrine and Covenants. And we would love to hear if there's something that you want us to talk about, that you feel like you need help with in your home. Um, we would love suggestions on anything that you would like to see or, well, hear. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are always open. So send us a message. Okay. You guys are great. Have a great one. See you next week. Bye. Bye. We have words, they're in our brains, and they come out through <laughs> our mouths. <laughs> <laughs> and this is how we warm up, please. Right? Singers do the la 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 la, and we do we words. Words. <laughs> words are in our brain. <laughs> Say hey, hey, up. hey. And about Doing turning my, on this microphone, it like puts a smile on my face. I know, it's awesome. Like my whole body feels better. I know, you like on. sit up and you're like, you did, your whole countenance changed. I know, it did. I was like, well, I, hope I think I, I might. Have words. It's totally because taking. we like to hear our own voice. <laughs> <laughs> or we all of a sudden we get nervous or some kind. I get a little nervous every single time. Like it's like a little, a little bit of a, endur- or a endorphin. I think we get a little yeah. endorphins. We get a little high off these mics. <laughs> Okay, do your before mic. So adorable. <laughs> I'll do it again. Oh my gosh. Okay, you guys want to know what's happening? We're recording in the basement. Do you want to know what Emily looked like before we turn on the mics? The power this of... This is what Emily looks like after we turn off the mic. On the oh, it needs to happen. Can I please? Yeah. I have no pride. You know I never post on social media, so it's a special moment. I know. I don't even know. Okay, do you want me to just send you these pictures? How to do all this? Okay, hang on. I would hand you my germ phone, but you'll probably get sick Okay, send day. me the pictures. Okay. This is great. This is perfect. Emily, I'm so terrible at this. Okay. You just send me the pictures. I'll take care of the rest. <laughs> Making you post your own self. <laughs> I need to get better at this. Okay. Oh my goodness, I enjoy us. Okay. I do too.